0: Time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant Glenn Mosseller. Hello there and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here with you alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. Find us online by going to greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. Glenn, great to be with you once again on the show today. How are you this week?
1: Doing great, Walter. I hope you are.
0: Yeah, I'm doing very well and looking forward to our conversation today. Lots to dive into. We're gonna take a sidestep from our usual kind of show, Glenn, where we're, you know, talking about important financial concepts and maybe some of the broader planning principles. And this will be a little bit more of a current events podcast today. We want to look at something big that has made some headlines at the end of 2019 and here through the beginning of January. Uh, it revolves around the stretch IRA, which is a uh, concept we've talked about before, Glenn. But now the stretch IRA is officially dead. <laughs> um, we've covered this on uh, you know previous podcasts uh, before, talking about how you can use the stretch IRA for retirement and financial planning purposes, but There was a recent act called the SECURE Act, which was passed uh, somewhat suddenly right at the end of 2019. I mean, we saw the writing on the wall, Glenn, when this was going through the House, but I don't think we expected it to kind of get ushered through right at the end of the year and all of a sudden take effect. But give us the skinny on the stretch IRA. What was it, for those who don't know, and what has the SECURE Act done to it?
1: Well, let's do a couple things with the SECURE Act, Walter. I mean, the SECURE Act did um, quite a few things in, in terms of retirement accounts and 401ks and, and had a lot of pieces to it. But when we're talking about retirees and individual people, there were there was really two pieces of, that really jump out. To, it's like it's going to affect either you or your heirs. First thing is really quick and easy, and that is is that the, the required minimum distribution age has uh, been pushed off a little bit. So you know under under old law um, required minimum distributions started at age 70 and a half so in essence what happened uh, with the way this is going to be implemented is is that if you were 70 and a half as of December the 31st of 2019, then you're under the old law, in which case you'd have to start taking required minimum distributions based on being 70 and a half. And, and going forward, then you would just you know, do the what was always done and, and what was always expected. But if you were not 70 and a half uh, prior to December the 31st of 2019, well, now you have a new law. And so your required minimum distribution doesn't start until age 72. So that's kind of an interesting thing. And and that's, you know, a lot of people like the idea of of having that pushed off. It's, It's not pushed off way, way down in the future, but, you know, it gives you a little extra time to start taking those required distributions from your IRA or your 401k and that kind of an account. Um, the other thing that, that came out, was, which is where we were we were kind of starting, was with the stretch IRA, and the stretch IRA is going to affect your beneficiaries, um, you know, relatively significantly if you've got a, you know, large IRA or large 401k, you know, balance and pre-tax dollars, let's say, and those kind of retirement accounts. And just to kind of review what the old law said, and that is, is that if you were to inherit an IRA or a 401k and you were not the original owner's spouse, i.e., in most cases, you were like the adult child of the owner, or you know, maybe, maybe the original owner passed away, it passed to the spouse, and then you then inherited it after that, perhaps, and now you have an inherited IRA, okay? So now, under the old law, there was two ways in which you would actually be able to receive those distributions the default method was is that you know if you wanted to or if you didn't take certain steps then what would have to happen is is the entire account would have to be liquidated within five years okay or if you dotted some i's and crossed some t's and you desire to quote unquote stretch it out you could stretch it out over your life expectancy and if, you, if there was a big enough balance and you, and you didn't take, you know, that much of a distribution out, that could literally go multi-generations where, you know, you, you know the, the distributions could be coming out and it could last a very, very, very long time. And those required distributions would have been based upon your age at the time you inherited it. So, in other words, if you were 50 or as, let's say you were 55 when you inherited this IRA – You wouldn't have waited until you were 70 and a half. You would have had to start taking required minimum distributions based on your exact age. So if you were a 55 year old, you would get a um, a required distribution table based on a 55 year old's life expectancy. And you could take required distributions based on your life throughout your, your life expectancy. And then, like I say, if there was extra if there was money left over in the end, then that could continue to pass on until the money was exhausted. Well, all of that is gone now. Both the five-year and the stretch IRA is is no longer. And so now what has happened is, is that the entire balance must be distributed out within 10 years. And so when we look at that, it's something that is going to be of significance if there is a large balance and or if there are the fewer beneficiaries there are, then that means more money is going to have to go to you know fewer people, and it would have to be distributed out over a ten-year period. So if you had a if you had a really really significant um, IRA balance, and let's say for instance you had one possibly two you know adult children that you wanted to pass it on to, and. Then, then now, now they're going to have to take that money out over a ten-year period, rather than being having the flexibility to stretch it out over their life lifetime. So, what that really means, in in the in the grand scheme of things, is is that if we if we remember that traditional IRAs, traditional 401ks, those are pre-tax dollars. When they come out, they're subject to taxation. So as they're subject to taxation that means that when they when they're distributed to whoever they're distributed to they're going to land on that particular persons tax return. So typically what happens is folks inherit those, they're in their prime earning years, maybe in their 50s, early 60s. And now what's going to happen is, is that those distributions coming out of those IRAs are going to land on the top and be at, 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 you know, at, at higher tax rates than what they would have been had they possibly been able to be stretched out over a longer period of time. So that creates a whole a whole uh, area of, of planning that we now have to, you know, have to take into account because the stretch IRA is not really there anymore and so we have to think in terms of how is going to be the best way to try to, you know, plan for that that's gone and in, in the, in the 10-year distribution and there's going to be different strategies based upon, you know, who you are and what your tactics are, what your goals are and, and also, you know, what, what is the situation with your kids if they're going to be the ones inheriting it, you know, what does their income look like because that's going to be a, a big piece of the puzzle as money starts coming out and gets taxed at their tax rates. Does that make sense, Walter?
0: It does make sense. So we had all this sort of time to diffuse this money in the past as we want to pass it generationally. And now, basically, that time is being soaked away, and we're gonna have to seek alternative solutions to it.
1: That, well, that's exactly right, Walter. And so folks are thinking, I like, gosh, well, what does that mean? Well, I mean, let's think about it. And let's take an example. Let's just hypothetically say that You know, somebody inherits a million dollar IRA, okay? And, um, you know, which you would, you mean, there's, I mean, surprisingly, I mean, they are more common than, than a lot of people think they are. And so th- you think, well, that, gosh, that's a great thing. And yeah, it's nice to inherit, you know, that and, and, and to be able to, you know, to have that to draw from. But the challenge is, is like I say, if let's say that you're in your mid to late 50s or early 60s and you inherit this, you know, this IRA and it's a million dollars. And let's say you're making really good money yourself right now. Let's say you're making, you know, uh, you know six figures and you're, and you're doing really well. Well, suddenly if you have a million dollars, you know, that that you've now inherited, and you've got to distribute this out over, you know, over a 10 year period, if we just take a simple example and say, well, let's, let's say that there was no growth on it. And we just said, okay, what's the simple math? Well, you know, if we had 10 years to distribute a million dollars, that would be $100,000 a year that would potentially land on top of all of your other income. And you can kind of see where that would, that would create a, you know, a, you know, a bigger tax burden, and possibly bumping folks into a higher tax bracket. So that brings into, you know, different planning strategies of, you know, perhaps maybe while, you know, while the the original owner is still alive, maybe we start doing, you know, a few more Roth conversions, possibly, you know, a little bit more life insurance is a possibility because, you know, life insurance, as most people understand, you know, the death benefit is tax free. So, you know, if you're able to, you know, buy a life insurance death benefit, you know, with with a certain amount of dollars, and then you get, you know, you get some multiple of that in terms of a death benefit, that might be a way of being able to help offset the taxes you know, with fewer original dollars you know, to be able to pay that tax bill later down the line. So there's going to be a lot of different you know, tax planning and you know and then different strategies to go about it. But you know, if you've got a a, a pretty large IRA, you know, and, and it matters to you, you know, how that how that money is distributed and you, you want to make sure that it gets to the people that you care about, well now suddenly you've got some additional planning to you know, to do in all likelihood, because the the rules that were were there before are no longer there.
0: Interesting when these things pop up, Glenn, you as a planner have to kind of be on your toes. And I know that I'm, uh, you know, but the the average person's not planning for these things on a daily basis, and maybe not even have their ear to the ground to hear for these kinds of changes. I imagine that puts a lot on your plate to then let your folks let your clients and, and anybody obviously new coming into the office to meet with you, let them know that these changes are going on. And here's how to react to it.
1: Well, that's exactly right, Walter. And, you know, and we always, you know, we always start with that conversation about, you know, well, what are your goals? What are your objectives? You know, what are we wanting to accomplish? And what resources do you have? And so now, certainly, you know, as we start thinking about legacy planning, and that kind of thing, and, you know, and you know, kids and grandkids, and, you know, and then being able to pass stuff, you know, things on, you know, we have to consider the fact that, you know, IRA planning has now changed pretty dramatically as far as, you know, how are you going to pass that on in an efficient manner, particularly if, if it's a sizable account or, or possibly multiple accounts. And so it's just, you know, it's not necessarily the end of the world, but it does mean that there are different planning opportunities and, and really you want to make sure that you're, you know, addressing those those concerns and the new law so that you you can, you know, make the best of it or, you know, or make make it such that, you know, that you the people you care about inherit, you know, the most value that, that you can possibly pass to them, you know, because if you don't make additional plans and you're just assuming that the old law would, would continue on well then that's not going to be and it, and, it, and it may well not work out and, and possibly end up having more money going to Washington in the form of taxes than you would have liked and you know and, and you know rather had the money go to the people you care about you know and and that kind of thing so it's just something to be aware of there are you know we've just we've scratched the surface as far as strategies go but there's a whole lot there and everybody's situation is different so you know if that's something that you'd really like to uh, you know discuss further and, you know, and, and get a little bit more insight about how it's going to impact you, you know, on your individual situation. Certainly give us a call and reach out and, you know, and say, you know, hey, I, I need to, you know, I need to talk to Glenn, you know, about, you know, uh, you know, what the SECURE Act really means and, and how how is it going to affect my heirs?
0: That's a great point, Glenn. And again, if you need help with anything like this, talking about the SECURE Act, the fallout from that, if you had been planning on using a stretch IRA during your retirement or as part of your uh, planning for the future, might be a great idea to reach out to Glenn to get some guidance on how to react to your, here. Uh, your situation may be different from the next person, which is why it's always important to get that personalized advice. You can give a call to 336-291-3535 to get in touch with Glenn. That's 336-291-3535. 3535. You can also find Glenn online by going to com. That's com. Look for the free consultation button at the bottom of the page to schedule a free review today. All you have to do is go to com and click on free consultation at the bottom of the page. Glenn, thanks for all the help and assistance on the show today and filling us in on the stretch IRA or shall I say uh, the death of the stretch IRA as it is no more. Uh, We appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.
1: All right, Walter, take care.
0: Be sure to join us, as always, every week for a brand new Retirement Roadmap podcast. We'll be back with another show very soon. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again. For Moss Heller, I'm Walter Storehold. This is the Retirement Roadmap.